Hey everyone, welcome back to the Life by Taylor podcast where we learn and grow together. Wow, what an eventful few weeks. So the last episode I uploaded, which I uploaded late because you'll understand in a minute, I was just so, so overwhelmed, so busy. The last episode was about how I was feeling before my live event. And this is obviously being recorded after my live event. A lot of people asked if they can see it, if I'm going to upload the full recording. And then I thought of a unique way of sharing the content of the event with you all and just posting it as the audio of the event onto today's podcast. But before I do that, I do want to share a few things about how I was feeling during. A lot of people messaged me asking me how it went and how I'm feeling and I was so overwhelmed. I didn't even have time to really process the experience until this week because I got to Israel, was planning the event, was seeing my dad for the first time in a year, was showing my boyfriend Israel for the first time, obviously had friends and family to see. And after the event, I had holidays and things to do and I had to get paperwork for my visa. And it was just literally the most insane 10 days of my life. I I don't remember the last time I was so busy. I would wake up at like 7 a.m., and have plans from the moment we opened our eyes until like 10, 11 o'clock at night and I would fall asleep dead. So I just want to make sure that if there's anyone who messaged me, sending me love, support, asking me how it was, I tried to answer every message. But if I didn't, just know that it is not personal at all. I was just really, really overwhelmed in the best way possible. It was positive overwhelmment. It was just really intense energetically. So I got back to Greece a few days ago and I've had some time to kind of process the event and let it sink in, rewatch the recording myself. And there are so many things that this experience is teaching me. This is such a learning experience. There's so many growing pains in this expansion that I want to share with you all before I just share the audio. First of all, I want to say that I'm proud of myself and that's not an easy thing to say out loud and to own, but I keep coming back to the fact that I'm proud of myself because the mind is so good at focusing on where I could have done better and how I should have done better and, you know, really criticizing me for so many different things. I'll be fully honest with you guys. I actually, I gained a lot of weight traveling and for a while, or at least for most of my life, I would say actually, but definitely recently, I was feeling like ashamed of showing myself physically and getting on stage and talking and having it recorded and posting the videos has been really hard for me to love myself and accept myself and see past my weight, even though I'm proud of myself because I just keep committing to what I know to be true, no matter what that fearful voice, that fearful mind is saying to me and whatever my ego is trying to convince me out of doing, I'm taking really brave action despite all of that resistance. And I'm sharing this because, again, it's so important for me to show the real authentic process behind everything that's going on. You know, it's really easy for me to just post the videos and pretend like, oh, yeah, I'm doing it. I'm this rock star. I got this. But it's been a really, really challenging experience. And that's also the reason why I know I'm growing so much in this process. Immediately after the event, I felt like I almost like I felt like I was blacked out during the event. I wasn't so grounded in myself or able to really be present. It was really insane to stand there all of a sudden and see every single person that loves me and all of the people in my life from childhood and 
people who support the podcast and follow me on Instagram and my dad and my dad's friends and my boyfriend and all of these worlds coming together, I immediately started crying when I got on the stage because it was just this intense feeling of love that I had never felt before. And that I believe on a deep level, so many of us resist receiving or believing we deserve. And my job was really to relax into the experience and allow myself to believe that it's for me and I deserve it and let it in. It almost felt like a surprise birthday party where everyone is coming to celebrate you and you immediately are put on the spot to speak and everyone is just silent watching you, (laughs) looking at you with love and support, but still it's like very overwhelming. And yeah, I'm just trying to be really compassionate with myself, watch the video, watch the recording, celebrate myself for having the courage and being vulnerable and not compare it to what I know I can do or what I would like to do in the future or how it could have went. That has been the biggest lesson to just focus on what I did and how big of a deal it was and how proud I should be of myself. In the last few days, what has helped me and comforted me the most is just to keep remembering the wisdom of Brene Brown in her very famous talk, The Power of Vulnerability, where she alluded to the quote by Theodore Roosevelt that I actually want to share with you guys now and say it out loud. First of all, as a reminder to myself and also to remind you that stepping into the arena of life, that being vulnerable with your life, being courageous with your life, being brave is more important than the outcome. It's more important than if it's good, if it's cringy, if it's perfect, if people like it, how much money it makes, being brave. So let me read that quote for you guys and then I will let you go to hear the recording from the live event. It is not the critic who counts, not the man who points out how the strong man stumbles or where the doer of deeds could have done them better. The credit belongs to the man who is actually in the arena, whose face is marred by dust and sweat and blood, who strives valiantly, who errs, who comes short again and again because there is no effort without error and shortcoming. But who does actually strive to do the deeds? Who knows great enthusiasms, the great devotions? Who spends himself in a worthy cause? Who at the best knows in the end the triumph of high achievement? And who at the worst, if he fails, at least fails while daring greatly? So that his place shall never be with those cold and timid souls who never know victory nor defeat. Wow. I've heard this quote many times. But really just hearing these words now is so powerful and so needed. It's exactly what my heart needs to hear. It's exactly what my soul needed. So yes, I'm going to let you guys listen to the recording of me daring greatly, trying, going into the arena. (laughs) And perhaps I also have to let go of my own critic, the critic inside of me that keeps trying to point out where I could have done better and focus on the part of my heart and soul that knows that I succeeded in my effort to try, to give my best, to go after what I truly want. Enjoy. 
Welcome, everyone. Thank you so, so, so much for being here. <laughs> really, from the bottom of my heart, this means so much to me. You only do something for the first time one time. And I just know, just based on how I'm shaking right now, <laughs> that I'll never forget this night and never forget every single person that was here. You know, I couldn't, there's many things that I can do alone. I can't give a lecture to myself. <laughs> so having this many people here the first time I decide to speak just means so much to me. And just thank you. That's what I have to say. Thank you. Let's, let's begin. Let's get started. <laughs> God bless. Okay. So because this is such a big deal, I obviously thought a lot about what I want to say to you guys tonight. At first, it started with, how am I going to meet their expectations? How am I going to show off? <laughs> My ego started working really hard. Like, how am I going to prove myself, show what I can do? And obviously, that got me nowhere. I sat in bed thinking and thinking and thinking and thinking and having anxiety and freaking out and crying and not knowing what I'm going to say. I don't know anything. I don't know what I'm going to talk about. And there was one night where I got into bed and decided that I'm going to give up. I sat there, I was thinking until 4 o'clock in the morning, got nowhere, spiraling, 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 and decided, OK, Taylor, I think it's time to go to sleep. Let's figure it out tomorrow. In that moment where I decided to basically surrender, fall asleep, let myself rest, take a break, I went to fall asleep, close my eyes. And right before I went to sleep, it came to me. I was like, whoa. I know what I need to say. I ran out of bed, literally. My phone was charging in the kitchen. Got out of bed, it was like 4.30 in the morning. Took my phone, sat in bed, wrote, 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 literally wrote 80% of what I'm gonna talk about tonight in 10 minutes with no effort, without thinking at all. And it all made sense to me. I realized, obviously, Obviously, it's not going to come from thinking. Obviously, it's not going to come from fear. Obviously, it's not going to come from my ego. It's not going to come from me trying to impress people and trying to talk about things like from my mind, because nothing I've done until now that works has come from that place. Everything I believe in comes from a state of surrender and flow. That state of surrender, the state where you let go of your thoughts, you don't think with your fear. You don't think of the worst case scenario. You don't think of the most rational, logical, safe thing to do. You let go and you find clarity. To me, surrender is actually getting out of your mind. Stop thinking so that you can hear what your heart truly is asking for you, what your intuition is telling you. And if you let yourself actually stop thinking, if you let yourself get out of your mind, you always know what you truly want, where you truly want to be, what you truly want to say, how you really feel. But surrender isn't enough. The second part is to flow. What does flow mean? Flow means to follow it, to go with it. So there are people who hear their intuition, they hear what they want to do, they hear the truth of their heart, but then they suppress it, they hide it, or they resist it and they fight it. They say, no, 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 never mind, never mind, never mind, it's too scary. No, 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 actually, I don't really feel that way. No, no, that's too much, it's too risky. Oh no, what are people going to think? What are they going to say? So the first step is actually to surrender, to let yourself get quiet enough in your mind, to hear your heart, to hear what your soul is asking from you. And the second thing is that you have to actually follow it. The state of surrender and flow is actually how I've been living my life. If I didn't live in surrender and flow, my life would probably look different. My dad's blood pressure would be different. He would have probably less stress. <laughs> And if I didn't live in surrender and flow, if let's say I just followed what society asked from me, what my dad probably wanted from me, what people around me told me made sense, 
what would sound better when I would go to dinner and people would say, Taylor, what are you doing in life? And telling them, yeah, I'm going to law school. Yeah, I'm getting married. It would probably be much easier. But I'd always just look at them like, I'm just living. <laughs> and they'd look at me very confused. So society actually tells us to do the opposite. Society tells us to only think with our logical minds, to think about the safest, most rational, least risky path in life, what makes the most sense. And a lot of people actually don't want to live that way, but they will live that way because it makes the most sense. Because when people ask them, when, people, when they have to face people in their life, and people ask them, what are you going to do now? What's the next thing for you? They just come up with what is the most logical, rational thing. But I'm going to tell you guys tonight why I've intentionally done the opposite. <laughs> My life didn't end up looking like this at all, <laughs> actually. My life ended up looking like this. <laughs> Does it make sense? So sometimes it looks messy. Sometimes it looked like I was lost. Sometimes it looked like I didn't know where I was going. But I actually always knew. For the past seven years, I've actually been following very, very, very clearly a very specific path that got me to be here tonight. And it wasn't always clear. Obviously, when you're here at the end, you look back and everything makes sense. All of a sudden, you're like, yeah, that's why that needed to happen and that's why that needed to happen. That's why I needed to make that decision. But in those moments, it was actually really, really scary. <laughs> it was really, really scary to take a leap of faith, to say, I don't know what's coming next, when people would ask me. To go from studying government, to making videos about Israel, to working in a CBD company in the Bahamas, to holding Leo Haas's umbrella as his personal assistant, <laughs> to sharing the most intimate parts of my life on Instagram, which eventually just got people to want to hear more, which was never planning, never coming from a place to create a business. I made money selling vegan food from my house, tutoring in international law. Going down this path, I had to put my ego aside in many moments. Of course, it would have been easier to do something that sounded better in many parts of my life, something that made more sense to people, something that my dad could understand, something that my friends could understand, but I always knew. I always knew that I actually shouldn't be doing things for anyone else. So how do we actually live this way? How can you, how did I find a way to walk down this path, this messy, crazy, unexplainable path that got me to be here tonight, which I believe I was genuinely, divinely guided to be here in this moment with you guys, probably from the day I was born. On my path, it didn't make sense, but I think every single person here who's known me since I was a child, which actually there's many of you here that have known me since I was born, nobody's surprised to see me here right now. Nobody's like, oh wow, this is what she's doing in life? It makes sense now. But it didn't make sense. <laughs> the whole path here did not make sense. The first thing that you have to do, the first thing that I had to do on my path, is to always live in the present. Always choose what I wanted in that moment because I couldn't see so far ahead. Steve Jobs was asked, what's Apple's five-year plan when he started Apple? He said, I don't have a five-year plan. Headlights can't see so far into the future. That would be stupid. He said, if I would make a five-year plan, then I would be so attached to that plan that if I had to go another way, I wouldn't go that way. So it's so important to be honest with ourselves that we actually don't know what's gonna happen in the future. Most of people's plans come from their fear. It's scary. 
as humans, we don't like uncertainty. We don't like the fact that we can't predict what's going to happen next. But even the people with the plan, ask them how their plan went. Ask them if life went as planned. If every person who got married stayed married, if every person who went to be a lawyer loves what they do for a living, you'll find out that most people didn't actually go down the path of their plan. So instead, I try to remember that as I'm planning, planning in the present. The only thing that I know to be true is where I am right now. And if you follow what you want to do in every single moment that you're in based on what you truly can decide and what's in your control, eventually you find yourself looking back and the dots add up. It's funny that I'm mentioning him again, but Steve Jobs also said, you can't connect dots looking forward. You can only connect the dots looking back. So in order to create this crazy life, you have to understand, you have to be honest with yourself about what's in your control, which is really only where you are right now. And there were times where I'm like, okay, I don't know where I, what I want to do right now. I don't know what, what my next thing is. I know what I don't want. That's clarity. <laughs> when I realize something I don't want, I step away from it. It makes space for something new. But the second part is really, really important. That you have to leave room for life, for God, for the universe, whatever you call it, to surprise you. When I was a really small child, my grandmother would call me my little lawyer. <laughs> my dad would say, you're going to be the best lawyer. You argue so good, you talk so good, you're going to be the best lawyer. And from a young age, I was told that I'm going to be such a good lawyer. And I, and I, obviously, I didn't have a chance to actually ask myself what I want to be. I said, yeah, let's do it. I want to be a lawyer. I genuinely thought that was my dream. I tried to apply to law school. I tried to do the LSAT. One of the most painful experiences in my life was admitting to myself that I actually don't want to be a lawyer. It was letting down people who believed in me and loved me, having their dream die so that I can live the life that I want to live. It's, it's funny now, but it was not funny then. It was actually one of the most difficult moments of my life was to say, actually, this isn't for me. But the reason it was so difficult was because I held on to it so tight my whole life. I thought that's what I need to do. That's who I need to become. What that taught me is that it's okay to dream. It's okay to have goals. I have many goals. Like I better meet Oprah. <laughs> that's the only one. <laughs> I better meet Oprah. That's the only one. <laughs> Other than that, I have dreams. I have goals, but I leave room around them because life does not always go as planned. And I'm okay to be wrong. Every relationship that you enter, you have a vision for the future with that person. Obviously, if not, then you shouldn't be together. But that's, the vision is not a reason to stay with the person if you don't love them anymore. The vision is not a reason to stay with the person if you don't really feel good in that relationship. But how many people stay in the relationship because of the vision they created for themselves? How many people go to that job because that's what they saw themselves as and they're afraid to say, mm, I'm wrong. So how do we prevent that from happening? We stay present, we do what we can, we have dreams, there's no problem, big, big dreams are great. But we leave room for life to surprise us, we don't hold on to them so tightly so that we can make room for our ego to let us move past them. The second thing that was, without it, I would not be here, is that you have to believe in yourself like your life depends on it. When I look at people like Oprah, when I look at people that I admire, when I even look at someone like my dad and what someone can accomplish in one lifetime, I realize they don't have different blood. <laughs> the only difference between people who actually end up achieving their dreams, following their heart, doing what they want to do in life, 
are the people who believed that they could. They decided that they can. At some point, they said, I believe in myself. Now, the reason I say you have to believe like your life depends on it, because when you believe in yourself, you are now going to trigger every single person around you all the time. People are always going to give you reasons why you shouldn't. Why, oh, it's not realistic. Oh, no, you know, maybe you should do something else. Oh, maybe you should do something this, maybe that, all the time. <laughs> all the time. And sometimes I tell myself, well, this is the reason why so many people don't succeed. Not because we're not all talented, not because we're not all gifted, not because we don't all have something great within us, but because when someone is brave enough to believe in themselves, every single person around them is trying to tell them why they shouldn't because they are afraid themselves to go after what they want. But it's okay, <laughs> that's fine. Because the opposite happens as well. When you start to believe in yourself, every single person around you starts to believe in themselves as well. They start to say, oh, Taylor, Taylor's my friend, what do you mean? Like, we're this close. If she can go after her dreams, so can I. I've watched this happen, I've seen this, how it's affected my brother's life, my dad's life, my mom's life, every person around me, I've seen how just me going after my dreams and doing what I want in life has a small effect on every single person who knows you, every single person who's connected to you. So you remember that it's not selfish, you do it for yourself, but you're doing it for everyone else as well. Believing in yourself like your life depends on it means that <laughs> when you have a vision like this, where I've dreamt of doing this, I've always watched TED Talks and Gabby Bernstein and Louise Hay. Literally, I've been watching these videos since I'm in high school. Watching them and dreaming of the day that I can do what I'm doing right now. This is really just like such an important moment for my life. You have no idea. That when I watched them, I was always like, when's my turn? When am I going to have a TED Talk? When am I going to this? When is, when is some, when Oprah going to invite me? When is she going to say, Taylor, you're a star. Come, speak for my audience. <laughs> But I realized that no one is going to come and invite me. <laughs> no one is going to give me permission. I have to give myself permission. I have to decide that I deserve this. And that's not an easy thing to do. But the same way I deserve it, obviously every single person does. Now this path, this crazy path of following your truth and living in your heart and following and being in the present and believing in yourself is not an easy path. That's the truth. It's been anything but easy. And I've cried like five times a day just thinking about what I truly went through <laughs> to get here. From the outside, it looks like it's all fun, it's all exciting, but really, wow, really, it's also been so hard. <laughs> so much heartbreak, so many times where you just decide, you know what, maybe I should just go to law school. <laughs> Maybe I, me, it would be so much easier for me to just go get another degree, go get a real job, <laughs> be like, guys, I give up. I'm just going to go live a normal life. But what's actually got me here is knowing why, why <laughs> the pain is worth it. So why? <laughs> Any of you who know me, <laughs> some of you have even had the privilege of meeting my grandma, but also those of you who listen to my podcast um, know how important my grandma is to me. <sighs> my grandma obviously didn't have an easy life. 
And she didn't tell me much about her life, to be honest. I'd probably know 5% about her life details, the things she's been through. She was never someone to have a victim mentality to talk about all of the hardships she went through and all of the things she had to overcome in life. But she was very smart. <laughs> Instead of telling me thousands of stories that I would probably forget, she decided, I'm going to go with one. <laughs> one piece of advice that I'm going to tell her every birthday when I bless her, Every time she leaves the house and she says bye to me, every time she asks me for advice, I'm going to say one thing. So many times that it got to a point where it was annoying. <laughs> where I'm like, like spice it up, like, you know, like, <laughs> like something else. No, it was the same piece of advice every single time. And I would laugh. <laughs> I would laugh when she would say it, because I'm like, again. She would say, Taylor, live your truth, live your life, follow your heart. Don't let anyone, not even your dad, <laughs> that's when I knew she was serious. <laughs> that's when I was like, okay, this is really serious. <laughs> not even your dad, not any husband that you marry, no partner, no friend, nobody. You're going to make your bed and you're going to sleep in it. Make sure you're living the life you want. Don't be like me. My grandmother dreamt of serving in the army and she did and she dreamt of going to school, but she didn't even know how to read and write. My grandma didn't even know how to drive a car. And thank God, thank God really, that I was in Israel to serve in the army while she was still alive, get a degree while she was still alive. I really felt like she was living through me. It gave her so much life at the end of her life. But she didn't just rely on me. She also traveled the world in her late 70s. Up until she passed away, she was in Morocco. Every time I'd call her, I'm like, Safta, I'm coming. She's like, Ani la baretz. I'm like, okay, Danny. <laughs> I remember once I called her, I'm like, Safta, I'm coming to eat. She's like, Ani al I'm, on a, I'm on a boat in Greece. I said, live your life. Enjoy your life, Safta. She also went to school. She had a little backpack, and she went to go learn how to start reading and writing. So she really did show me that the second she had the freedom, she did live her truth as well. But the thing about my grandmother is that she showed me what the pain of not living your true life is. What it feels like to get to the end of your life with an unlived life inside of you. There's no path in life without pain. That's the truth. The people who go down the most organized, most smart, most prepared path, the smartest logical path that sounds so good, they're, they have pain too. Law school is hard. <laughs> it's not easy. It's not easy. None of those things are easy. But people think, oh, I'm going to avoid all of the, the risky things. I'm going to go down the path of less pain. But the truth is both paths are painful. There is no such thing as life without pain, without struggle, without challenges. And seeing what it looks like for someone to get at the end of their life and say, wow, I didn't live my life. I didn't live my life. She would look at me and say, Taylor, please promise me, promise me. Always, I trust you. You're going to do it. I know. No pressure. Okay, Safta, I got this. I'll do it. But I would laugh. When she passed away, I swear to you, when she passed away, I felt like this mission just was burning in my soul. I didn't talk about it. I didn't share about it. But I just felt like I know what I need to do to honor my grandmother's life. I know what I need to do to carry on the legacy of the soul that she was. And I also know that she's going to support me in every step that I take. I know that she's with me. She's with me right now. <laughs> I swear. <laughs> I feel her all the time. <laughs> I knew why. And 
in so many moments where I wanted to give up and say, fuck this, I, was, I heard her voice telling me, no, do what you want, Taylor. Follow your heart, live your truth. You owe it to yourself. You owe it to yourself. Every single one of us was brought here on this earth with a special gift, with a special talent, with things that make us feel the most alive. But for some reason, for some reason we think, no, that's not considered work. No, that's not considered, we're not, no, I have to do something more serious. I don't deserve to enjoy my life while I'm alive. I don't deserve to do what I love while I'm alive. I'm here to tell you that is bullshit, okay? That is wrong, that is wrong. My why wasn't only for my grandma. My why isn't only for the people who couldn't do it. My why is for the people who still can. My why is to share this message with as many people as possible, to help people understand what is it that's stopping them? What are the fears that they're telling themselves? What are these things that their mind is convincing them that make them think it's not realistic, that they don't deserve it, that they can't have it? And to help them actually live that life. When I started Life by Taylor, <laughs> it wasn't to teach people how to live life like me. A lot of times people would be like, you're 29 years old, what can you teach people about life? Or when I started, I was 24, but when you're 24 years old, what can you teach people about life? What have you gone through? I'm not here to teach people how to live like me. That's the last thing I wanna teach anyone. I'm not here to tell you that a conventional path isn't the right path. All I wanna tell you is to follow your truth. Follow your truth. Because if you get quiet enough, if you take time to yourself and you get out of your mind, every single one of us always knows. If you ask people, most people, after they got divorced, did you know? Most people say, yeah, I always knew. I always had this little feeling inside. When you see people at the end of their life and you ask them, what were the things that you wish you would have done? Most people don't say, yeah, I really shouldn't have taken that risk. I shouldn't have tried to go after my dreams. Most people say, I really wish I would have just tried. I wish I would have tried. That's what you owe to yourself. Try, just try. That's what I tell myself all the time. I say, Taylor, I can't control if I'm gonna succeed. I can't control if I'm gonna meet Oprah. I can't control if people are gonna wanna hear me speak. But I can do what's in my control to make that happen. I can decide that I'm gonna give everything I can to do this. I'm gonna be stubborn. I'm gonna go after it. And if it doesn't happen, I won't live with regret. <laughs> I won't get to the end of my life and say I didn't try to go after my dreams because I'm really, really doing everything that I can in my power. That's what I try to teach people, that every single one of us deserves to try. Your dreams are not random. The things you want are not random. You were born with them for a reason. And it's really beautiful actually because when I'm standing here today and what I've been thinking about for the last week is like, wow, life really is a full circle. You're born as your most authentic self. You're born free. When I was young, I was standing on stage, <laughs> singing, dancing, asking for attention, wanting everyone to look at me. But as you get older, you start to fade in, start to blend in. People start to tell you, no, that's annoying. Stop talking so much. That's weird. <laughs> Teachers would tell me I'm stupid because I can't sit in class and I would have bad grades. But then you have a responsibility to come back to who you are, not to continue down that path. <laughs> so the three things you have to do to get there 
So be present. Look at your life in the present. Follow the things you love. Follow the things that bring you peace. Surround yourself with the people that you love, the people that make you feel energized. What's not for you? Step away from. With love, step away from. Do what you can in the present. Don't think so far into the future. The future is not going to go the way you plan. You might not even get there. Be present. The second thing is to believe in yourself like your life depends on it. Because it does. Your whole life depends on how much you believe you can do, what you believe is possible for you. I'm not an alien. <laughs> I'm just really stubborn. <laughs> I've decided that I'm going to do this. But again, I'm not just doing this for myself. I'm doing this for the people like my grandma who couldn't. And I'm also doing it for every single person who is watching me. Sometimes it pisses them off in the beginning, but I think eventually they're like, okay, maybe I can do it too. <laughs> Some people will be pissed. Some people won't like it. But do it for them. Do it for yourself. It's not a selfish thing to do to live your truth. We need more people to step into their greatness, more people to go after their dreams so that we can show other people that they can live the life that they want. Thank you so much. <laughs> a little bit just as your guys' friend. <laughs> I do want to say that it's incredible to see people here, some people who I literally have known since before we were born, some people who have been with me in so many significant <laughs> chapters in my life. And thank you guys really like for listening, for supporting me, for being on this journey. I'm obviously emotional because, wow, it's the whole concept of believing in yourself is really just Believing things can happen before they're in reality. So seeing this in the physical world, in reality, I do this on Zoom a lot, but really seeing real humans is beyond me. It's really um, overwhelming. Thank you. Before I end, um, I would like to give people a chance, if anyone does have any questions or anything they want to share, anything they want to say, um, it's OK also. If not, I just wanted to open the invitation. And obviously, after, you can come to me. I'm happy to speak to anyone. And I obviously want to hug so many of you. So interesting to see people that I've coached. Some of you literally have coached some people here for a year, a year and have only met you now in person, which is just so cool. And people I talk to on Instagram all the time. So please come say hi, come give me a hug. I want to hug all of you. <laughs> and if you have any questions, you can ask now or after we're done. I just want to say that I'm very, very proud of you. <laughs> it was amazing. And I think that everyone here is waiting for you. So sorry about my name. It's OK, Ophelia. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you, guys. Thank you so, so, so much. Live your truth, follow your heart, and uh, don't care what anyone thinks. Like, you deserve it. <laughs> Do it for myself, though. <laughs> I'm sure listening to that recording, you can probably feel all of the emotions. That's usually what happens when someone is showing up with their guard down. The mix of emotions that I was feeling that night, the anxiety, the fear, the excitement, the joy, the sadness. Wow, it was just really an emotional cocktail. And I'm sure listening to it and knowing what I sound like here when I'm more grounded and centered is probably an interesting experience, but also 
raw and real. And that's what I hoped to do in sharing this. So that's me. And I am proud of where I'm at on my journey. I'm proud of myself for that night. And that's it. I want to just remind you and let this be an example for you that you can do things with the fear. You can do things with the self-doubt. You can do things not believing you deserve them. Go jump, take the leap. I'm not even guaranteeing that you'll feel so good after doing it, but I know that if your heart and soul is craving something, going after it will not be something you regret. Like I said in the talk, try. Do what you can to honor your desires, to honor your dreams. You deserve it. And you have nothing to lose. You will gain the lessons and the challenges and the pain that you need to go through to really, really get closer to whatever that is. Everything that's coming up for me after this event, during the event, planning the event is necessary for me to get to the place where I do this on the highest level, where I fulfill my dream on the highest level. So I wanted to share that experience with you guys, have you guys feel it, and remember that you can do it too. Thank you so much for listening to today's podcast episode. If you enjoyed this podcast episode, please screenshot it, post it on your story, let me know, maybe send it to a friend. If you haven't already, please rate the podcast. And if you would like to support this podcast and support me on my journey, then you can do so in two ways. You can subscribe to this podcast and become a paid podcast subscriber. Or you can also download the Othership app using the link below in the podcast description. And that is a way for you to get into breathwork, try breathwork. I highly, highly recommend this app. It is one of the best tools in my toolbox. And by doing that, you support me too. Thank you so much again. I love you all. And I'll be back next week.